Hello, hello, and welcome to another very special episode of Sweet 12 Podcast. With you, as always, Brian and Ryan are back with a microphone this Woo-hoo! time, we as did. opposed to just talking through whatever the hell that know, was. Couch cushions and awful microphones. It sounded, oh my god! It sounded yeah. like it sounded like it was water tunnel with paper <laughs> and yeah. Oh, it was it was bad. But if now I, we're. If anybody's still listening, thank you, and we apologize for last That's episode, bad. and we're going to do our darndest to keep the quality at this level, if not uh, when we go on tour with our uh, Sweet 12 yeah, anywhere. The, I mean, the phone I mean, sounded the, the better. The way better. We should have just recorded on the phone <laughs> last time. That, sounded, that was a night and day oh, difference. Yeah, that was bad. So I've been having the worst day today, because uh, I had some friends over last night, we were watching Gotham, mm-hmm. and then we started to plan what we were going to do for the weekend, because we have the Great Taste of the Midwest coming up, and we have the camp out, mm-hmm. where we camp out and we get the tickets. Yeah. And then... Uh, I was talking with you, and we're trying to plan out what we were going to do this weekend yeah. to to do with uh, the NFL draft mm-hmm. and Avengers coming up. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about that uh, as well. So I went to bed last night super jacked up for the weekend, like super jacked up because mm-hmm. um, I I'm I, of course pumped up for the new superhero movie that's coming out. I I'm mm-hmm. of course pumped up about the second largest beer uh, festival in the country. Yeah, it's in Madison, which is crazy. Nice. Yeah. yeah, which is really crazy, which, which is so fantastic. Um, and then, you know, I was getting, and then I was excited for the NFL draft, which me and you, being the nerds that we are, yeah. just we'll all we, all, when we get Madden yeah. and play Madden, all it's we always, do is just draft. The front office stuff. It's so fun. I mean, and so I'm really jacked up. And then I go to bed last night. I wake up this morning with this inkling that it's Friday in my head, and I have oh, all no. these weekend plans that yeah. I need to do. And I'm like, oh, man, I got all this stuff to do for this weekend. It's going to be so great. I talked about it all last night and all this plans ready to go. We're going to go to watch the draft. We're going to go do the camp out. It's going to be fantastic. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, cobwebs kind of shook loose yeah. as I got out of bed. I'm like, oh, God, it's Tuesday today. And I was just in this funk all day. This day took forever. And it sucked <laughs> because I wanted it to be Friday so bad. Or, if anything, Thursday, which is at least the first round of the draft. So it was terrible. So my day was awful. So well, I mean, in, in, it in that regard, because I was awful so hyped for other up. reasons. Like, no, you, right. You, you prefaced that I had an awful, an awful day. <laughs> I'm thinking like you lost your job or your car broke down. No. And I'm just like, oh my good. And there was Jesus. no fun had because I had to go to work and I didn't do yeah. any of those fun festivities that I have planned up for four days from now. Yeah, that's that kind of sucks when you have. When you uh, think it's just you just wake yeah. up and you think it's the other day. I was so just. Just depressed, and I got into work this morning. I'm like, it's it's still t- like just thinking that I'm wrong because my first initial reaction was right. Like, yeah. No, it's Friday today. It's gonna be fine, and it was still Tuesday, so it was really yeah. bad. Well, speaking of fun, uh, this podcast actually is gonna be a, a little bit of a deviation from our current podcast and kind of a uh, throwback to when we first did our podcast yeah. five years ago now. Yeah, and this is this is our 21st episode, which is the most we've ever done. It is, in, in, and it's 21 in a row, which is fantastic. yeah. I think. I think last time we did 20, maybe only posted 15 or so. Yeah, we something had like that. that didn't get posted. No. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're going to deviate a little bit. Yep. Uh, we were going to talk about video game movies that were good. Uh, and obviously that's a terrible topic. Yeah, because... Uh, because there aren't really that many good aren't. ones. So, so gonna we do, were going to do yeah. video game movies that were bad. <laughs> and we realized that because they were bad, we hadn't watched very many of them. That's very true. I think our list was going to be four or five movies... Total. Yeah, I've seen I've seen about five of, of the list, and there's not even that many to begin with. Now there's a shit ton when you look on the mm-hmm. wiki page for for uh, movies based off of video games mm-hmm. from 2015 on to like 2020. There's like another 30 movies that are, that are rumored or in production or what have you, yeah, ready to be made. So it's it's going to get 
significantly better, you know, for hopefully for a video game standpoint that we can have decent uh, movies to, to pair along. And, and I think games. I've seen I've seen more than five, but there have been a few and, and there have been a few that I would not classify as bad. So they wouldn't be on the list and they would only be on for necessity, which that for this list, we didn't want to do that. So what we decided to do was switch it around a bit and do video mm-hmm. games based on movies. And we're going to talk about our favorite video games that, that we've played uh, that have been based off of movies directly from a movie. Now, uh, this isn't going to be the movie tie-ins, so there's going to be no Riddick games. There's going to be no... Like Star Wars Battlefront? No, no there's going to be... There's one Star Wars we left it to one per franchise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, but, it'd just be flooded with Star Wars games. Yeah, and we might... We'll probably come back our old podcast, if anybody listened then. We did uh, top 10 uh, Star Wars video games, and we'll obviously switch that to 12 and expand on it, because there have been a few that have come out since then. Uh, so we're just going to kind of talk in order about our favorites, and I should say in no order, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite video games based on movies. Yay! And I remember playing a lot of this when I was a kid, mostly because my parents would not buy me any other video games, <laughs> unless they were based off a movie that we've seen that was family approved. Oh, okay, so it had to be wholesome. It did, which is... Which so did is, you play the Princess of the Bride video game? The new one, I have. There's actually been two. Oh, have there been? There's been, there's one on the, there's one on the PC that from a few years back maybe five years back or six years back uh maybe not even that long and that one was kind of just kind of fun episodic little mini games and stuff and then they released one on iphone or or maybe it's on android as well uh which is kind of in the same vein but it's even worse mini games and even more expensive Mm because you have to buy certain things to do it's it was micro micro transaction to to hell and and i'm okay with micro transactions to a point but if i want to buy the whole game let me buy the whole game not not cherry pick to get to it sure so I did play that, and you know, although that is my favorite movie, it's nowhere near my favorite movie-based video game, and it will never will be. But I'm going to start out here quick, uh, just kind of with the first one that we both. This is like I said, this is no no particular order, but maybe more in an order of uh, when we played them. Uh, we've got Aladdin. We're going to start out with here. Disney is Aladdin. Oh, we're going that way. Okay. Yeah. I thought we're going to go down. Up. Nope. Nope. We're going to start from there. I'll, maybe right. we'll just teeter back and forth and I'll just pick, <laughs> we'll pick meet my eye. In the sure. So, so okay. Aladdin's the first one. Uh, I know Brian played Aladdin for Genesis. Yes. I played it for Super Nintendo and they were actually two different games that yes. shared sort of the same walkthrough of, of, of a game. So the, the levels were the same in so far as level one was the market. Level two was the cave of wonders. Level mm-hmm. three was escaping, you know, so the levels mm-hmm. were fairly similar and the Genesis version was, was larger and had more in it. Uh, Whereas the Super Nintendo, which is the way I had, was a little more family friendly. There was no swords or anything. You like, like with the 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 the, the, the Genesis version, which I've played later in life. You, you had a sword and yeah. you went around slicing all the guards to, awesome. to high heaven. And yeah. in the and, you still and had they the, just disappeared. And so you, it was fine. And you still had the apples, but that's that yep. was the only weapon that you had in the, in the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, the apples. Baloney, you I could hate, jump. But you could jump oh, on them I too. Hated that game. So you could jump on them oh, like Mario. All right, all right, all right. But, but yeah, the apples were the only thing that you had. Oh no, the the Genesis version by far was the best. I still remember the code uh, to skip the level when it gets too hard or you didn't want to play <laughs> levels A B B A A B B A. And then, nice. you, well, you have to push the pause button first, yeah. then, and then you enter the code, and then you just skip to the next level. Nice. If you know you didn't want to play it, or and it would just it would just do just like you completed mm-hmm. it. So it was great. It was a fun game. Uh, the music uh, was a great tie-in. It had the original, you know, sixteen-bit music. Yeah, it, that you could midi, do. it had the MIDI form of the yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think just the 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 way that the game played out was just like the movie. Like you mm-hmm. felt like you were a part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then that's what yeah you, that's you, you good, were Aladdin and you had these little, little mini were there mini games 
Nintendo. There weren't mini games. But the Super Nintendo one had mini games in, like in between yeah. the levels. Yeah. Like, if you collected a certain amount of like genie heads, you would. Have, oh, then you had the slot machine. You had the slot yeah, machine yeah, yeah, with yeah. the finger. All right, and it wasn't. Yeah, so. Oh my gosh! And then inside the lamp, that was a fun level. Mm-hmm. That was a fun. That level. was not. A, that was a Super Nintendo not. Oh really? You didn't have. You didn't play inside the lamp. Nope. Did you play uh, uh, in the in the menagerie when you're trying to get to the palace? And you're like, oh, there's like all these pools, and 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 you have to like walk, jump on the uh, the flamingos yeah, that was across a, the wall. That was okay. superintendable. We did not have in the lamp. That was my favorite thing to do is when I had like a bunch of lives, I go all the way to the top of that level, and then there's a pool on the bottom, and I just jump off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Because then you know nothing would happen. You just get up and crawl <laughs> out. So you wouldn't die. I just crawl all the way up to the top, and then I just, and I just jump off <laughs> the top and and land in the pool. I love doing that. Yeah, that was they a lot of fun. they were. They were really fun. It's Virgin who made this, and a couple of, and a, at least one other one that we're going to talk about here uh, did really good job mm. uh, with these games. Yeah, they did. and it came out from almost every system, so you should have played it sometime in your life. Mega Drive, so the Sony, the the the, the Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color. You know, it, it was on it was on a few of them, so it, it's definitely worth. Uh, playing this the the genesis version now the super nintendo version was created by capcom which is kind of weird, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> maybe that's why everything's a little different yeah, i'm sure it is uh but it was still it was still good it's just there was no sword yeah yeah the genesis so. version was the one i played and to me then you know it was, mm-hmm. it was just the better I mean, it, well yeah so, it was a better version yeah but um it was it was a great game uh there's a bunch of roms out there you can play for it. i i, I have yeah. it on my genesis rom and i yeah. i play it every so often I'll, I'll bust it out again maybe we'll bust it out for extra life this year see how fast we can beat it without using the cheat yeah it'll be fun it looks like the it looks like the nintendo version the nintendo version is the same as the sega version but then the super nintendo version was made by capcom which was ported to game boy advance it's a weird thing but yeah, both yeah. both games being different they're still fun to play they're both they were both our favorites of ours and their moments um so we can actually go straight from there to the next uh disney movie on our list which sure. is the lion king yeah um another really fun video game made by i think it was made by the exact same teams um i'm gonna check, double check that real quick yeah you go ahead uh, i played mine on genesis as as all i played all of these games when it was between snes or genesis because you know hey surprise i had a second genesis yep. and i didn't have a super nintendo yep same time same company for this genesis version uh, westwood studios mm-hmm. did the super nintendo version which is when i played but i think these ones were very almost identical um but again it follows the movie almost exactly uh, but the levels were just fun. There's no time limit on any of these levels. No. Uh, except for the Aladdin game had the the, well, the, cave of the side-scrolling Cave of Wonders that you had to yeah. be in front of. And then Lion King had the the, 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 bull the, rush the pack of antelopes. The, uh, wildebeest. The wildebeest, yes. And then you had and that was hmm. really fun to just yeah. try to not... Try and go back and forth. So it was really the same general idea of games where you have a couple of games and you have like the race against time they were the same and then you kind of finish yeah the same same type of movie exactly so uh, that was another fun one uh, uh, to play I like squishing all the bugs when you're in the Hakuna Matata level Mm -hmm. or whatever you're doing so that was a fun game and I liked uh I like the animation. It in was there. very when you're, when you're hanging from like cliffs. I like I like how they put it was like the the animation on the lions were just top notch for like any character that's a uh, quadruped just yeah. the fact just yeah. the way that they moved and the differences between large simba and small simba the, the roar being mm-hmm. a stun oh yeah yeah the, the pouncing the the fact that 
big Simba could you know get on his hind legs and scratch the hell out of you. There were yeah. just so many really neat things, and my sister and I would would go through and play it and see who could do it faster. So yeah. we were speed running when we were kids. Oh, I, nice. I tried to go back and do it now, and it I, I don't remember half the game, but <laughs> he just played it to death. Yeah. So again, that might be something that would be a fun uh, extra life game. To sure. Do. Sure. Yeah, um, maybe just do like the Disney Genesis versions of all the games. Well, you could, we could even do you know just side by sides and have like someone playing the Genesis version, oh, play the Nintendo, yeah, sure, and just. Sure. To see, show the differences too. See so you could. Oh yeah, that because you wouldn't yeah. be able to speed run them because one would be shorter than the other. Sure, but sure. That's yeah, um, that's a good idea. Let's put, continue with put marks by the ones that we already talked about. Right. So we don't have to let's go hemming and hawing. So uh, I want you to talk about the one at the very bottom. So that'll end yeah, our, that'll end our gen- that'll okay. end our Super Nintendo console Genesis. Well, this consoles. is this was regular Nintendo. So it'll end uh, what third and fourth gen consoles. Yeah. So this was um this is Batman, the 1989 movie Batman starring Michael Keaton that was ported into an NES game. Mm-hmm. And it was so awesome. I remember getting this game and playing because I loved Batman. It was so awesome. And, and you finally get to play as Batman in this game. And I remember being a little kid, and, and the first couple levels were just so great when you're on the streets of Gotham. And, like, you know how Batman has, like, those gauntlets with, like, his little bat wings mm-hmm. on his, like, his arms? So he kind of, like, jumps from, like, wall to wall. And, and you know, that's kind of how like, you move up. And you have all these different gadgets. You have the... Uh, the batarang and different kind of guns and you collect all these different uh, uh gadgets as you go through the game and, and being a kid i would get to like the fourth or fifth level and that would be it mm-hmm. I, I couldn't i couldn't so, figure out how so to beat hard it. yeah i couldn't figure out how to beat it without using all my gadgets and when all my gadgets were gone because i was at a point where I, I you couldn't replenish them you had to use so many yeah you had to use so many um uh, guns or rockets or whatever you had to fight these big giant monsters, which weren't in the movie, but they put them in the game. I hate when they did that. Yeah. Like, this wasn't in the movie! But then you had this, uh, um, these big monsters that you just couldn't be there, like big gorillas that were that would just bounce. And they would like, do three bounces and jump over you and three Things bounces Things that had nothing to do with you. the yeah, movie originally. Basically, but... yeah. And so it was really tough and I couldn't beat it. And a buddy of mine showed me how to beat it later when I had it in an emulator. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God. And you know, and then you have the quick save. So I was able to go through the whole game God, and beat the whole thing. I was so stupid as a kid. I know, right? And you're just, oh man, this is the worst. So it was one of the coolest games. Um, I don't think it had the original soundtrack, but... They had music composed had... by uh, Naoki Kodaka. Okay, so it was original. Fairly, it was original composer. Fairly famous composer in okay. Japan. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was, you know, taken from... You know, the, the 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 bits of it were probably sure. taken from the original. Taken from the Danny Elfman soundtrack. Yeah. But it was it was really great that uh Yeah, go Packers. Yeah. That's not yours. That's not yours. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Charlie. Charlie's biting a no. Green Bay Packer. Thank you. That's Charlie's biting on a Green Bay Packer, but that doesn't bode yeah. well for the draft. No, you can't you can't eat it. That's not for you. So the Batman game was was probably one of the, the better games for the Nintendo that was based off of a movie. Bless you. For Batman? So, for Batman. Uh, you think? For, I think so. For NES? I mean, what else was there? Well, for NES. I mean, uh, Hudson Hawk? Come on. Um, I'm just trying to see. You, you said it was the best Batman game for... Yeah, for NES. Yeah, I mean, well, for NES, Re- I Return think, of the Joker I, I, wasn't very good. I had heard that... I had heard you say it was the best Batman video game. No, for NES. For, for movies. For NES. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I, don't I, think, I don't think there were many other Batman games. Uh, for NES, uh, they did the Batman Return of the Joker, and then yeah, that wasn't was... very good. That was as, tough far, game. as far as movie games, you know, they had... they maybe did Batman Returns, but yeah, this this was the one that was but just Batman Returns very was just, solid. Uh, I think Batman Returns was just uh, Genesis. There wasn't an NES version of Batman Returns. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. 
that was yeah, that was definitely the one that worked best with the movie. So, um, next one is uh, next one we're gonna do is Super the Return only, of the Jedi. The only Star Wars game we have on the list is Super Return of the Jedi. I played this on Super Nintendo yep, emulator that I had and Game Boy. I played the original version on Game Boy because I had a Game yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and plus, Game Boy games are cheaper than Super Nintendo games. Yes, they were because they're tinier. Yes, but I love the fact that every level you got to choose between three different uh characters yeah it's like the first like the first level uh you would play as like leia chewy or, or, chewy luke. or luke and yep. then the next level would be like luke han and, and leia and yeah. like, you know then there was a level where it was like wicket leia or luke you yeah. know but it was just neat because each character played differently so yes. every time you would go through yes there was a correct quote unquote correct character to use to make the game that much i always better played. um either as luke when i could all the way through or i played as the character that was supposed to be played during that part of the, the movie the default character yeah like so in the it. movie i was like leia or in the movie in the game in the first level i was leia and then i would move on to because you'd be luke chewy or leia wasn't the first, the first level wasn't the first level have been luke first because you have to go to oh geez go i don't remember first. anymore but yeah so it, but yeah i understand what you're saying but yeah. it, was, it was leia it was actually bosch but or Bo- yeah boosh boosh or whatever yeah but it was leia uh, and Chewie and, and Hot and Luke, but yeah. yeah, it was. And then the Millennium Falcon uh, flight um, scene—that was fun. Except for the end, which was just on. Um, you didn't have to do anything. Like the very end of it, like you, yeah. get, you get to like a certain part of the, oh, of the flyby. You, didn't, you, didn't have you to get move. your hand off the control yeah. for about three minutes, and you don't have to do anything. It's <laughs> yeah, so boring because you totally beat it. But it's still fun. I mean, it's still fun yeah. to, to pretend was, to do it stuff. It was a but... tough. It was a tough game. And I remember, you know, being on these long car rides uh, with my parents and playing uh, uh, Super Return of the Jedi and being a huge Star Wars fan. And my favorite was always Luke and his lightsaber mm-hmm. and just hacking away, yep. you know, uh, across the entire screen and just, and just you know, going at it, which is great. And then they would do, like, the flips. And then, you know, which later yes. was the best flipper because she would flip faster. Yes, faster. And she still had the, the, the weapon out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Luke, so those were, those Luke were great. very slow. Chewie didn't flip really much at all. He kind of did like a somersault. And yeah, <laughs> and then he, but he could shoot in the air though, yeah. so he had a huge advantage. So when you would jump with mm-hmm. Chewie, you had range that you were up higher, and you could shoot down on people without them, you know, potentially hurting you or yeah. taking your life away. So that was really fun. Uh, that I, I really loved. I played that game to death. I'd probably beat it, you know, ten times. You know, just just love that game to death. Oh, and the speeder, the speeder level was yeah, fun. Yeah, speeder levels are always fun because you do things would come up behind you and you had yep. to and you had to move them and, and, and move around and they you show it come up behind yeah, the, you. The, the yeah. levels on rails in these old games yeah. are always really fun. Like yeah. nowadays, when we think of a game that has like a rail level, mm-hmm. uh, it just does it does appeal to us because we want to have more control over it. Right, those, you want to have that sandbox you know, type. Back at that, back in the day, you know, sound like a little geezer now. Those were the fun <laughs> games to play. Those were the right. ones that I wanted to play. Yeah, you know. Oh, I remember this. This is a fun level. We talked about it. We've had three games so far that have had real levels. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were good. They were classic. They're, they're classic games. So, what are we moving to next now? We're gonna move. We're actually gonna, oh, probably, we're gonna probably do this chronologically. Okay, It'll probably make more sense. Okay. So next, we're gonna have is the only game from this generation. Wow. Uh, for the Nintendo sixty four Golden Eye. Yeah. And if anybody hadn't played this game, then you didn't play video games in the you, 90s. you didn't have friends. Well, that's not true. I mean, you you, you didn't you didn't appreciate the the severity if you, of if this you game if you didn't play when you back, couldn't play multiplayer if you didn't play back when it came out it's because you didn't have a nintendo 64 yeah if you haven't played it and you were around back then and you still haven't played it till now you missed out yeah very you, you didn't go to any fun parties it's so hard to play it now but no there was 10 years there where that's all anybody was playing oh, yeah. even with other games being Long out time. things like things like perfect dark being better than mm-hmm. what golden eye was people were still doing the golden eye games just because it was the original multiplayer fun yeah, you could have game. you could have four people playing at once on the same screen, mm-hmm. playing you know James Bond movie. 
you know, give it on characters. Now, and that was the big thing. I, I never, I should say never, I played the first few levels single player, mm-hmm. but all of my time, most of my time logged in on this game was multiplayer. Oh, it was yeah. multiplayer battles with me and my friends, and we would play this game to death. It was so, so much fun. And you and, and when there was a rule, you would never pick odd job. No. Because he was so short. much shorter. And, <laughs> and everyone, so you always have to face down, so he'd, he'd be such a hard target. He'd, so he'd have so such an advantage, because oh, yeah. instead of you trying to get a headshot or a chest shot, he would just come up to you and buckle you at your knees, and yeah. it wouldn't matter too much. Exactly. So, so it was that was a very fun game to play. The graphics at the time were great. It looks like they almost like took skins from from the actors in the movie and kind of yeah, placed it them like they just onto it. A picture and molded yeah. the picture around the polygon. And, yeah, it was it was it was a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, the movement wasn't too bad once you got used to it. And, yeah, it and was running one of the first... They had a very uh, great variety of weapons from the movie, and then the, oh, the watch with the exploding uh, uh, bombs, yeah. and you could use the watch to trigger them. That was fun. It was just it was one of the first games to have that kind of full motion movement because you mm-hmm. had the joystick was the, the controller was made specifically almost for that game you felt right because of the way that everything worked correctly yeah the n64 was always a little a little difficult to get used to the controller when you first started mm-hmm. out this is a great game to just get thrown into the deep end with and you you would figure it out fast or you'd yeah. die so it was a really it was a really you know fun game to kind of learn how to use the controller but then also you know play multiplayer mm-hmm. so what else we got uh, next would be, I believe, Alien vs. Predator. That was there's, been... Early, there's been several, but this was one of the very first adaptations of this. This was, gosh, 2000, early 2000s. 2000, 2001. I this remember playing say, this with... Um... I played this on PC. Do you, do you know where you where you played it? I just played on my computer with my friends. Okay, so PC as well. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I know there have been plenty that have come out since then, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk one of the originals. I know there were some out before that. Yeah, this, this um, is one of the greatest games that i've played um i remember playing it a lot the aliens versus predator it was it was great you could play as one of the xenomorphs one of the aliens from the movies you could play as one of the predators and you can play as one of the marines and i've beaten the game multiple times with each one of those uh uh, characters that you could play as and it was a first person shooter um the best part was being the predator where you could just be invisible and just go around hacking and slashing people and they would have no idea where you were and so they just fire aimlessly. Sometimes they hit you, sometimes they wouldn't. And, you know, obviously if they hit you, you know, you got that uh, that glow-in-the-dark blood. Mm-hmm. That was, to, you know, then they could track you with it. So the AI was really cool in that game. Um, and then uh, playing as the uh, alien was so cool because you would just be super stealth. And you'd be able to hang from the ceiling and then jump down and bite people's heads off. And then jump out yeah. of the way and crawl up the wall before the next guy could even find you. It was so we're talking, awesome. I found which one we're talking okay. about. The 1999 version. Oh, 1999, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's on yeah. Steam now if you want to play it. Yeah, um, this, I, I suggest everybody. This is it. our lone exception to the movie tie-in because yeah. there's no movie really like this. But I mean, there is now where it's Aliens vs. Predator. Yeah, but they this came out couple, before the movie. Exactly, so. exactly. But it has aliens in it. It has predators in it, both from movie universes, movie worlds. But we had we had to include this one. Yeah, because it it, it, was, it was they didn't have a standalone alien game that was that great. They didn't have a standalone predator game at all. Mm-hmm. And then they just all of a sudden decided to do this, and it it worked so well. And it was so great. And playing as the Marine, uh, back to the three characters, it was really hard. Because yeah. you, you, you're you essentially like the low man on the totem pole when you have like the Predator hunting you down and the aliens coming at you. Playing as the Marine was hard and it was scary. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being being 1999 me. But then if, you know, you're playing as the Predator or as the Xenomorph, you're like, you have nothing to fear because yeah. you're, you're on the top of the food chain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. I remember playing this. We would do LAN on this with just four people on four different computers, and mm-hmm. just I'd bring my 
bulky desktop over, which I, <laughs> I still do, but it's much, much smaller now. Yeah. Um, and you know, we would just go to town on this, and we've played, we've played most versions of Alien vs. Predator, AV two, and the, some of the more recent ones. Uh, but the the original will always have that special place as kind of the first, you know, the first uh, first time getting into that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we put this one on the list again. It kind of started a movie, if you want to think about it. Yeah, but yeah, but that that was kind of that logged well, logged many hours in that game, as you know, as well as all of these here. Uh, next is going to be uh, Ooh, yeah. Next, this we're one. gonna have uh, from our our list here. This is one our... I played on PC this as a... well. This one is from Toy Story Two, and this follows along pretty darn close to what happened in, uh, eh. in Toy Story Two. Eh. It was pretty. I mean, yeah, they had yeah. they had a little they had a little um, artistic integrity. It was more video. It was more video game, game based. No, I, I got that, but you know, there were still levels. Oh, I recognize that from the movie. Or, I recognize that mm-hmm. from the movie when you go to Al's toy barn at the end when you're on the conveyor belt in the airport. And so they they definitely did a good job of keeping that as real as they could. Yeah. But for lack of having video game uh, experiences in the movie, so to speak, they had to kind of invent their own, and that's okay. You know, you still was, you know, it was still Toy Story 2, you know, it was Buzz to the rescue, and you were Buzz Lightyear. You were the character from the movie that would be best, you know, put into a video game, mm-hmm. was Buzz Lightyear with his lasers and with his flying ability and jumping all, you know, jumping all over with his acrobatics. So it was really fun to play as Buzz, uh, more so than, I mean, I played the first Toy Story game, and that was a great game. That was a really great game. I remember the first mm-hmm. time beating that. That was also I played on Game Boy uh, as well. But the the Toy Story 2, I felt I logged more hours and I had more fun doing it. It wasn't as difficult early on, you know, as the early Toy Story game was. But coming in Toy Story mm-hmm. 2 was was the one that really made me feel like, oh yeah, this this was a solid you know adaptation for the most part from from the movie. I know they, yeah. like I said, they, they had a little. Uh, a few levels in there that weren't quite, you know, from the movie. But well, it, it I mean, was it, still good. you didn't follow the plot of the of the movie per se because I mean, Buzz isn't really the essential part of that movie. It's Twister Two, yeah, where he goes and finds Woody. Yeah, but that's not the essential part of the movie. The movie is Woody. I mean, if you want to get really technical, the whole point of the movie is Woody discovering who he really is. Oh, okay. And Buzz is on a mission to kind of figure out who he is in relation to the Emperor Zerg or Zerg. Yes, yes. And it turns out he finds out that he's his father or something. Star, Star right. Wars reference in there, maybe. Right. Oh, yeah. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely is. Maybe was. a Star Wars reference if I don't right. want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a very good platforming game, mm-hmm. uh, just in the 3D sense. You know, after Mario 64, platformers yeah. went from 2D to 3D, yeah. and there was lots of exploration. Mm. And yeah, there's a lot more. There's definitely was a lot more. You, you had yeah. to find tokens. You had yeah. to. I think you had to fly around the room. In, yeah, in specific in like a time and like a time limit. Yeah, the tokens were you had, huge. You had to find like pieces of Mr. Potato Head yep. in each level. Yeah, you had different. Yeah, different fun little missions to, to accomplish. Yeah, it was it was it was a great game. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, yeah, it was, I think I played the PlayStation version as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the Game Boy version wasn't very good, and I think that the 64 version was probably the worst, just because of the limitations of the cartridge. You couldn't do those mm-hmm. videos that, that the, each yeah, game had. Yeah, the PC could at the time, yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation, so. Yeah, yeah it. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely a, a blast uh, from the past whenever I see it. And I know it's on the PlayStation Network now, so you can download it and play it as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh Although I think going back and playing it would ruin some of the nostalgia. Yeah, from it. be, oh, yeah. I don't know if that would hold up that well. I, I, I mean, this is this this whole list is just nostalgia overload. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I I know some of these games I do want to go back and play, but I mm-hmm. I don't think that I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Not like when we do a list and we want to watch the movie or the TV show that we've yeah. been talking about. 
So uh, I'm gonna go next on to here, Lord of the Rings for PlayStation yes. Two. Now we I played I, this on PC. Okay, so I played this on PlayStation Two, and I played this in Return of the King. Mm. And, and while I think Return of the King may have been a more polished game, Two Towers had more going on mm-hmm. for it to kind of start out. Oh yeah, what happened because it was. It was a westernized dynasty warriors hack and slash kill whatever you oh, can. Oh man, that was the best. That was the best. It was so much fun. My older brother and I played this game. We'd hook up our controllers to the computer and and we we would just go at it. And I remember still remember one of the moves, Balrog's Gambit, was mm-hmm. so crucial to do when you were. Um, I would always play Legolas, and he would be uh, Gandalf. Nice. And and that would be those would be my characters because I loved like the, the arrow moves that Legolas mm-hmm. Legolas had. Yeah. Yeah. Legolas, Legolas. I would have played Legolas yeah. as well. And then, uh, you know, he'd be he'd be uh, uh, um, the wizard. What the hell? Gandalf. Thank you. Jesus. Yeah, the brain fart there. Yeah, Jesus. big brain fart. I'm jumping ahead of myself. I just couldn't remember his name. But, you know, because of the magic, you know, that he would have. And, yeah. Bal- and Balrog's Gambit was huge with his staff. And, oh, and just mow down these guys. And remember the la- I remember the ladders when they would come up onto the tower mm-hmm. and you'd have to knock the ladder yeah, that, down. That Helm's Deep level was, yeah. was intense. I think it took me a couple yeah. times to beat oh. it fully through. See, and you, um, didn't, you didn't have anybody playing with you, did you? I did. We, Sometimes, we did, we, okay. did, we did multiplayer okay. Okay. with it. Uh, my brother and I, we beat, we played this whole game from start to finish, you know, together. And, 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 just, yeah. and, and oh man, I did more multiplayer with Return of the King than I did with Two Towers. Okay, but Return okay. of the King, I think, also had online multiplayer, so it was kind of fun to just kind of uh, join right. in with a random sure, person. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's, this is one of the better, better uh, movie adaptations for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this um, game came out. I couldn't stop playing. I know it I was know. so. It was very satisfying because you know those hack and slash games, mm-hmm. you get tired of them, like uh, First Unleashed. Yeah, you know, and you're just cutting, 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 yeah. cutting, cutting. These guys aren't dying, and then you know, you know, you, you finally power up, and then you you know are able to take care mm-hmm. of them easier. But then the new you know people of the of the level come through, and they're heavily armored, yeah. so you gotta you know slash 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 and take forever to beat them but this one did a very good job of balancing that out so you didn't get so tired of just you know pushing was, the mesh on the keypad well, it, it was good because the your moves leveled up with you you got new you got you got new combos when mm-hmm. you leveled up the combos were huge if you could memorize combos you were screwed and they were easy to remember yeah. but each yeah. one had a separate like attack style so you mm-hmm. had to adapt to the different uh, enemies that were, at, right. were coming at you. So, right. and the Lord of the Rings expanded on that because it added hobbits and it added right. uh, some other uh, characters, which was really cool. But like I said, Two Towers really started that, and and it was it was just great because the, the only Lord of the Rings games uh, before this were uh, really crappy Hobbit and Fellowship of the Ring games, which were based right. off the books, not right. the movies. Mm-hmm. And coming out at the same time with the movies, you look at these games and you're like, these are stupid games. Yeah. And they, they're okay, but they're not nearly as they're as, not on this level and, and plus they had the full backing of you know of warner brothers and new right. line with right. this movie so they mm-hmm. were able to just put some money into it and get the right. voice actors to come in and do voice work and mm-hmm. and do motion capture and stuff so they they put the whole might of the movie power behind it mm-hmm. so uh after that we're gonna go uh to another movie series of mine that's the favorite uh harry potter has had a lot of games uh, and it wasn't until order of the phoenix where they actually were going from the movie Rest of the first oh, the three ones, games. The, ones the first three that games were all based off the books. Oh, okay, I see, I see. So the for the first, so the fourth one was Order of the Phoenix, and it was okay, but the level structure was very poor. Uh, the dialogue was very repetitive. Uh, there wasn't really much to do. It, it was level based, and that made it not very fun. Uh, Order of the Phoenix, uh, on the other hand, took a huge uh, leap in, in in gameplay, and it was open world. 
So you played the whole of Order of the Phoenix. You had access to all of Hogwarts. You could walk around, talk to all the students, collect things, do all these different things in order. Now, there were set things that you had to do in the game, but you could go and explore and do what you wanted to do. Uh, and then and then when you... Uh, you know when you got stuck or you couldn't do anything else you'd go and do the story mission and mm-hmm. you'd get like a new power or something it's something else oh, and to help you yeah. explore you could, more of the open exactly world. so you okay. go back and explore okay. more just like a normal how a normal yeah, game does yeah, that yeah. so you know there are going to be the barriers but there weren't any like like invisible walls there was always a reason why you couldn't do this sure. and, and and whatnot so it was just it was really fun i i probably spent maybe 40 50 hours just trying to collect everything and, and do everything on this game hmm. um that and then actually sounds like a in a the, solid game. I've never the, played it. The Half-Blood Prince, the second, the sixth movie, or the second game like this, was the same way. Okay. It was really good. And then they changed it for 7 and 7.2, and it went back it to... Well. Well, well, no, it went back to level structure. It went back to... It was behind-the-shoulder third-person action game, because that was the cool thing in 2009. Uh, you know, I think it was third-person action. Sure. So then it just ruined everything, and they made it... At least the version I had played for the you know, 360 had connect abilities so you could scream the spells into the microphone and it would do something and you're like, well, this is stupid. You know. So. That's, a, that's a good way to try and integrate the connect, but yeah, boy, did that really fail. Yeah. I want that game with Milo, that kid. I know, we're never going to get Milo. Now <sighs> Peter Molyneux doesn't work there anymore. No, that, that, that was so much better than anything that Kinect put out. Even just that little video. It was ridiculous. Um, sticking with 360, I'm going to talk about, uh, this is, we're, we're burning through this podcast, which is yeah, all right. We, we can, there's po- stuff to do. Podcast light today. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Panda is, is a game think that of I've a, played. We've got to think of a uh, vault quick, though. Not you, now, but yeah. yeah. You can think of one. I got one right uh, now. But Kung we'll Fu Panda uh, was a really fun game that was a good... It was a throwback to the Aladdins and Lion Kings of, of yore. Because each level was from the movie directly. Uh, and, and you felt just... It was, it was a great platforming game. And just playing with Poe, which sounds dirty, uh, was, was quite... Was quite was quite a treat because you got to feel like you were like you were Poe, um, and there was things to collect and there were, and did we do that already? Yeah, that's some thinking. I think we did. All right. Um. So anyway, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Sorry, I just I just, I just <laughs> it's all right. Um, I I it's one of those games that I would go back and play, and I spent hours on it. This was when I was achievement whoring. So uh, I would spend hours on this game trying to get certain achievements. I played it in hard mode. It wasn't very hard in hard mode because it wasn't intended for my demographic, you know, 20-year-olds. It was intended for, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-olds. So the hard mode wasn't extremely hard, but there was one level that I could not for the life of me beat on hard without taking damage. And it, oh, I just got so frustrated that I actually turned off the game for a couple months to go back to play it later. Uh, and I, I was renting it at the time, so I actually had to rent it out a second time in order to, to beat it because I just stopped playing it. I was so frustrated. But it was definitely a really fun game and the mechanics were solid. Uh, you know, The voice acting was kind of blah. I don't think they got the original voice actors to do it, but you're not going to get that very much in these video games. Now, now though, I think you are where they're combining the actors who play yeah. and actresses who play the characters in the movie to... You know, come you're, over you're and do the voice acting, now. yeah, it, which it, is nice. It all depends on. I always the money. hated. I always hated. It, it depends on the money they want to spend. Yeah, I always hated when that when the person would talk. It wasn't even close to their same voice. You're like, come on, like uh, in uh, uh, giant power battles, mm-hmm. you know, and like they couldn't even just rip something off from the. That's what they did for you know, from the movie. That's what they did for parts of like Lord of the Rings, the games. They wouldn't take, they wouldn't come in and do all new voice work. They did some new voice work. Um. Oh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, the Return of the King had one of the best poor translated audios ever 
And I, th- I don't know if it's because he said it wrong or if they just never fixed it. But Legolas, during one of the... Uh, during one of the scenes where they're out in the on the Rohirrim in, in Return of the King, Legolas would say, "We do not have men enough." Mm-hmm. That's what he would say. Like, if yeah. you don't find like any troops, we yeah. do not have men enough. Yeah. Shouldn't it be we do not have enough men? Yeah. Not we do not have men enough. But that's yeah. the only thing that we could remember from Return of the King was we do not, you do not have men enough. <laughs> it was like that was just the worst uh, voice acting, and, yeah. and I think they took it from him. But I don't know. if I think they just maybe. They were trying to piece some audio together and it didn't sure, work sure. right. So. so I'm going to go on to this one. All right. Yeah, you um, keep going. So the next one on the list here, I think I've played a lot of these games. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World of the Game. Um, so if you have you seen the movie. No, I still you've, haven't. You've not, you've not seen Scott Pilgrim no, either? Oh, my it. God, kid. I'm not watching it until you watch Moon. What's Moon. With, oh, the yeah. with Sam Rockwell. Yeah, with, uh... yeah. You gotta watch that, and then I'll watch. Then I'll watch uh, your Scott Pilgrim movie. Friday? We'll watch them together. Friday. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. We got draft stuff on Friday. I thought it was Thursday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I mean, I mean, oh. if if you don't want to do Friday, that's fine. That doesn't matter to me. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, no, we can. <laughs> no, we no, no, no. We're gonna figure it out now, and all of our listeners are gonna listen to exactly <laughs> what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> not gonna, we're not gonna finish till we Saturday get done. at ten thirty. We're gonna yeah. get in our cars, and <laughs> go get these damn movies. Um, no, Scott, Scott Pilgrim the movie is really good. Very good adaptation of Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the, the graphic novel series. And the game is a very good hybrid of both. Uh, the animation is in the style of the comic of the of the art book, the graphic art, graphic art, graphic novel, and the graphic art novel. Yeah, I got it. And of course, with them all being the same story, it flows together very nicely. It's a side scrolling beat 'em up in in, this, in the true fashion of like you know the old Turtles games and and Contra and things like that. And each, each character has a special power and they upgrade. Um, you get health and weapons and everything. And it's just, it's so fun. And the soundtrack by Anamanaguchi is very good chiptune, 8-bit chiptune music. And it just, I have it on my iPod and I listen to it because it's so, just it, it just, it makes you feel like you're playing the, the, the game based on the movie that has a lot of video game references in it from a graphic novel. And it's just, it ties together very nicely. And it's one of the few like standout games about movies that are out there. And, and they did not release any DLC except for, I think one pack that had Ramona in it or not Ramona, um, make uh, knaves in it, but it, it was really fun. And again, this is another game that, that we played poor player on to death to beat the whole game on hard mode and it was it was excruciating but it was well worth it um but yeah there's really not much to say about the scott pilgrim game it is great but um but yeah uh really anything else to say about it. i wish you would have seen the movie i mean sorry well, man well this could be something because i have it on my 360 this could be something where we could watch them again and then play the game so you could at least experience both yeah because it is it is that fantastic of okay. a game and 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 it ties in very well with the movie. Hmm. So uh, the last game on our list here is actually a is, is not a really a movie tie-in, nor is it based on a movie. It's actually considered the, the, the sequel the, the sequel to yeah. the second movie. Yeah, because the third movie was never made, unfortunately. Yeah, and so they had to settle for a video game, which which is okay because it was a mix. They was, had the original cast return. And they did for most of voices, it, except yeah. for Rick Moranis, yeah, who retired from everything. Yeah, which I get, <laughs> but I'm still sad. We I miss Rick Moranis yeah. a lot. Uh, Ghostbusters, if you haven't figured it out, so Ghostbusters came out for the Wii originally, and it was it was it was a story written by 
The guys from Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis. They actually, yeah, wrote, Dan they actually went through and, and wrote yep. a script for the game. Yep. Did some voice acting for it. And it was in true it was in a true fashion of what the third movie would have been like. Mm-hmm. So what made this game really fun, I mean the, the the story was whatever, it was what it was for a video game, but playing it on the Wii was the most fun because yeah. having that Wii mote and then aiming your you know, aiming your weapon at the ghosts mm. was just so satisfying because of the rumble feedback and you feeling like you're actually absorbing sure. the ghosts. Now I played most of it on, on the Wii and I played the rest on three sixty. Um, and it wasn't nearly as satisfying on 360. Yes, it looked better. Yes, it, it was a little bit faster loading. But just that original Wii version where you were walking around and you would just you'd point at the... It, it feels like you're like you playing Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube. Mm. Um, where the, it would, that game would fit much better on the Wii also. Because you could just point at it and suck up the ghosts. Um, but it, it, it's definitely... If you are a Ghostbusters fan, uh, you kind of need to play Which everybody this is. one. Yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing the... Uh... Uh, with the library level in there it was really cool um and then like in some kind of hallway or alley or something i forget but yeah it was it was a great game i i'm i'm, st- I'm still excited i haven't played the whole thing i'm still really excited to to go in i, I did the demo where like mm-hmm. they're getting you like ready as like the new recruit and, and that was cool and i can't wait to you know sit down and do it if you still have your wii i don't have the wii um we'd have to play the 360 version no big deal um, but we could do that. I can deal. Um, or I think I've got maybe the PC version. Either way, we could do it somehow. Sure. I do have a copy of it. But yeah, I feel like we could do that. And then we could do Skype program. That's no problem. I feel like we talked really fast on this podcast, which is which is fine. Um, How many minutes did anything? We I think we're like 30 in, not even. Oh, oh we're 50 in. That's pretty good. Oh, all right. So, yeah, that, that's our list. I'm not going to really recap the list because no. um, we didn't do it in any specific There's order. Not... Exactly. It's nothing in order. These are just the games. I don't know how we can... We don't know that much about video games. We're not that passionate. Where I, we can I play a lot of video games, but I don't order them and rank, which I, is better. I don't analyze video games like I do movies. Like I spend a lot of time right. analyzing how movies are made right. and, and, and a lot of different things that go into it. And I can do the same thing with video games to an extent, mm-hmm. but that's more of my philosophical movies and video games as art. Right. Talking about it, not how they're made and how, how they kind of link in with everything else. Right, so right. I don't really like order them, but I'm sure we will for Star Wars, but it'll be the ranked of our favorite of the best that we've right. played. Um, so we're going to leave you with the vault pick real quickly here. The vault pick this week is the 1989 drama adventure The Wizard starring Fred Savage. The Wizard. The Wizard. The first appearance of Super Mario 3. Super Mario 3 and the glove. It's the power glove. The power glove, yes. Uh, this is a horrible movie. I um, thought it was but a great it has, movie. But well, it's because we saw it when we were eight and that's who I it was think, supposed to be aimed at. I still think it's pretty good now. It's not great, but I still think it's pretty good now. No, dude. The Rotten Tomatoes is 20%. Yeah, well, that was 20% at the time. It's not 20% now. Yeah, it's 20% now. Well... It's now, but the ratings are based off of what the original reviews were, isn't it? Oh, six on IMDb, twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I think it's well, especially on IMDb, like the users. Yeah. What's the user yeah. say? Six. That's out of 10 pretty on close. IMDb. I'd say six out of ten. That's still a good movie. It's over. Yeah. It's above half. Yeah, above half. Better which... than Wolverine. Yeah, it's definitely better than Wolverine. There you go. Yeah, but this is this is one of the ones where I always wanted to be and watch this movie because yeah. I was so into video games at the time, and Nintendo was so huge, and they basically just made a movie to promote more Nintendo. Yeah. And I wanted to be you know, like, you know, like, oh, Super Mario Brothers 3, and you're, oh my god. And it was so it was so great. So basically, Fred Savage just has this little brother who's like this video game savant, and they travel across the country to try and get this $50,000 grand prize. Think Rain Man for yeah, video for games. Yeah, video games for children. For children. Yeah, so it was great. It's worth so. watching if you haven't seen it, and yeah, you have, yeah. you can remember it and watch it again. It's basically a commercial for Nintendo and the Power Glove, so... It was right. good. It was it was a lot of fun, and I'm I'm glad I've watched it. So I think um, it's on it's on Google Play and it's streamable in other places. So you can have, go you check can probably it out. find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have an idea for next week, so we'll figure it out. You know, we always as do. We always do. 
Um, episode number Double Deuce. The Double Deuce. Tickety two. Tickety two. Kaiser stole the twenties. Tickety two. So, um, yeah, thanks again for joining us, everyone. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. Take it easy. This has been another episode of Sweet Twelve from Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. The preceding podcast was written and produced by Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. Intro and outro music provided by Lost in a Name. All of the copyrights to the respective authors. You can find us on Twitter at Sweet12 and on Facebook at Sweet12 Podcast. Download this and previous episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening.